5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. All right, welcome in, everybody. Great to have you with us. Patrick Johnson here. Ben Byram. What's up, Ben? Hey, man. What's happening, P-Man? Uh, not much. Just a lot happening around Pirate Nation. We know that for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, 90 minute edition today. We got uh, the ref Philip Pilkington hanging around as well. It's great to have you with us, everybody. Ah, there we go. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. boy, Ben. Best in the biz of what I do. So... Uh, we'll have Cy Seymour coming up in a little bit. We'll preview ECU and South Florida tonight, uh, depending on uh, who you want to go with. The Bulls, who like the Pirates are on the struggle bus right now, are a favorite by a point and a half to two points tonight. Yeah, you know, entertainment purposes only if you're scoring at home. By the way, did you see a, a couple of – I don't want to get all political, Ben, but uh, – Couple things. Uh, one, Governor Wimpy, I mean Cooper, has uh, come out and made the uh, proclamation. Uh, get this. Get this. He's officially encouraging schools and local governments to drop mask mandates. You're looking at a big sports fan right here. <laughs> The classic, I forgot all about that cut there. That used to be a staple two years ago. Yeah. He's he's vastly changed his uh, mindset, and I guess the science, the facts that he had on his little sheet have since changed in a two-year span. I love sports. You know, I notice Mandy Cohen isn't around anymore, so maybe that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, she, no, was, I, it, she was the one that would read all the stats and the statistics from her little paper and apparently was the authority when it came to any kind of science when it came to the whole COVID thing. Mandy Cohen, I don't know if she was on the record saying this, but remember the year, not this past football season, the football season before? Yeah. She didn't want him to play football. Yeah, I remember that. She was At the all. only one, though. There were sports people that didn't oh, want no, to play Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, but they, they didn't have any authority. They yeah, just, yeah, obviously bunch of dorks at a keyboard but i mean watching the bachelor yeah careful ben look you'll get you'll get ratioed hey i mean i happened don't to, I, I, I don't want to be friendly with those guys anyways happened to our guy mcgee on sports he <laughs> said something about the bachelor once and he got ratioed i'm not too worried about guys who watch the bachelor and how 
Uh, I'm, not, that, I'm not too intimidated that, by him. That blue checkmark brigade is is tough, brother. Yeah, I mean, what Let you say to it. me on social media doesn't affect me whatsoever. Well, most people should take that tack. But... Um, and then, you know, I'm looking. Uh, we got baseball, of course, tomorrow. We will not have a show tomorrow. The opening day is uh, set for 4 o'clock. Scooter and Coach O. If you missed our interview with Coach O yesterday, really previewing the season available, uh, I'm told wherever you download your podcast. But the best clearinghouse is 943thegame.com. Just go there under the Patrick Johnson show. You get the whole kit and caboodle. We don't do a best of because everything is just so damn good, right? Yeah, immediately fall on every show about a minute or two after we're done. It automatically gets Oh, is uploaded. it that quick? Yeah, it's, okay. it's pretty quick, yeah. I like it. I like it. So uh, we appreciate Coach O in the studio yesterday. That was cool to have him in there. You know, look, I'll just say this about the Carson Wisenhunt thing. Of course, you're hearing things. There's all kinds of rumors out there. Well, we're still small enough in a small enough town where people talk and then things kind of get muffled or changed over time. It's like uh, what was that game that you played as a kid where you whispered in your ear down the line? Telephone. Yeah, it's like telephone around here. So there's no telling what exactly is the – how real how deal I, with that going on? How how would I know that of all the people to know about a gossip game, it would be? Uh, <laughs> how would because I, I had no idea where you? Were, I, I couldn't have told you that if you'd you'd yeah. I, told I forgot me you'd given me a million dollars. I I couldn't I couldn't remember for the life of me what that game was called. It's my least favorite game. I couldn't hear very well. Here is what Cliff Godwin, if in case you missed it or have been under a rock, had to say about the Wiz situation yesterday he will not pitch this weekend uh violation of a team rule and so he will not pitch so it's a violent i mean that's what cliff godwin is saying a violation of a team rule just leave it at that right now and look if if this is longer than this weekend i mean the longer it goes on having a guy of that talent not play is certainly challenging. You might be able to get through this weekend. You probably will. But long-term, you want to have him taking the mound for you as much as possible as your number one guy. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's the guy that's potentially a first-round talent in the Major League Baseball. So, yeah, it's the guy yeah. you want for sure. Uh, big story, and we you want to get we get into this now. We can we'll do a little pirate report later on. Also, we're heading out later uh, in the the show again. Ninety minute edition. In case you're just joining us, we're gonna have uh, the one and only Scott Speedbump Shook live from Daytona. Now Shook may have been tailgating all day out in Daytona, so just keep that in mind. But it's our annual tradition, unlike any other. Um. Pirate football schedule is released. Should we do that in the Pirate Report? We can talk about it now. we got a few minutes, right? Yeah, let's go for it. I think that's the thing that is uh, – I mean, that's what kind of interests me. And we could talk about how the American should have more schools in than they do on these projections. By the way, I thought Bracketology – I thought Joey Brackets was updating this thing every every couple days now. So we got UNC an update. up there. Yeah, you still got UNC. It. If you put them in after that last week, child, please. Yeah, I'm not sure what that whole deal is about. You know, they like that put Duke and UNC in the tournament regardless of what happens, which we haven't seen a lot of scenarios where Duke has uh, deserved to be in, but we definitely have seen recently times where 
UNC has had no business being in. Well, it. last year would have been interesting because it was a you know very uneven year in the COVID year. Yeah, but they were playing their better basketball late in the year at the tournament, yeah. and then you know they had to shut the the thing down. It became a slop shop over there, and they had to shut it down. Um, and and thus didn't go to the postseason. Uh, heels went and got uh, boat raced. But I, I mean, I'll ask you this because everybody goes with the Lenardi bracket. Memphis is getting everybody healthy, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we've heard the notorious Penny rant. He ain't right. got his guys healthy. He's playing. Well, he's got he's got people healthy. Kids. Well, he's he's got guys healthy now, and they're winning games. Yeah, because they have the most talent of anybody in the league. There's no two ways about that. It's so almost like he kind of had a point. So here's my here's my question for you. And, and the ref can chime in if you would like to. If you put right now on a neutral court, not in the Dean Dome, of course, I don't know if that would matter at this point, not in Memphis, but in a neutral court, if you put UNC and Memphis on the floor right now, who would win? I, I honestly I, think it's tough. I think this is actually a tougher question than people might realize. Memphis. It's not a tough question. I'm, I'm, lean, I'm leaning more towards Memphis, and I'm going Memphis, but I don't think it's as clear-cut as maybe people seem. But it's been whether you win by one or 21, it's a win. Yeah, Carolina, even when they were decent at the beginning of the year, has been atrocious away from home, whether that be a neutral court or on the road, and Memphis is getting healthy and playing, not to their full potential, but they're playing solid enough, definitely Memphis. Yeah. When their back was against the wall last night against Pitt, they're only – Go to our only backup plan was to feed Brady Manic and hope he dropped the three, and that wasn't working. So no, the coaching no. is just not <laughs> coaching, not looking too good for UNC. I hate to say it. Well, it's okay now because Styles is playing. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Everybody, everybody south of here is all excited because yeah. Styles is playing. Kids maybe that's guy. another. Maybe that's another guy who would have gone to ECU, or, or will tell somebody he would have. According all to right. some people. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, one quick thing before we get to the football schedule. D1 Baseball put out their Kendall Rogers. We like those guys, right? They put out their uh, projections for the season. They have the Pirates as a 12 seed nationally. A good sports host would know this off the top of his head. I think ODU, ODU was in there. Hang on. It's hard because there's so many different baseball outlets, and there's no clear-cut one-set thing like the AP oh, no, you're right, basketball yeah. or football. So, so the before-the-season deal, they have uh, ECU as a 12 seed, Tennessee, Old Dominion, and Central Michigan, two through four, uh, would be uh, projected. They, the Pirates would be across the bracket from the fifth seed, Stanford, who would uh, who would host Nevada, and they have UC Irvine. Ooh, the delicious irony there, huh? <laughs> Little Jason Dietrich action. And uh, and then Michigan with all their East Carolina ties. Pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. There's an interesting bracket going on there. That is. Now, that's what they're saying before the season. Obviously, we got a long way to go. All right, uh, Pirate Football releasing, or the American releasing the schedule today, thus uh, Pirate Football releasing the schedule. Uh, as we have talked about, four straight home games. September 3rd against NC State, Dottie Ficklin Stadium. September 10th, Old Dominion. September 17th, 
Campbell, who had what, the number 79 class recruiting-wise? And then uh, September 24th, Military Appreciation Day, do you get Navy early? Yeah, uh, I, then, I like that. When the I, I like playing Navy early as opposed to playing them down the stretch when you really need a win to get bowl eligible because Navy's just always a tough out, and that's that's not necessarily the opponent you want when you need a must-win game. Well, and look, Navy's not been as strong the last few years as they have been maybe uh, earlier in Ken Niamatololo's yeah. tenure. So you're gonna, they're gonna, it's gonna be a tough out. Yeah, no matter when you're playing. But I mean, it, it, it it's taken them a little time to get going in recent years, and maybe you're 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 catching them in a moment where if they're a little talent deficient, they're not. They're not running and clicking and humming on all cylinders kind of thing yet. Uh, look, the only problem with playing them that early, if you do unfortunately suffer injuries, that's early to start losing guys. But anyway, I mean, that's yeah. it's all conjecture. Uh, first road game, October 1st against South Florida. Then a trip to New Orleans on October 8th to Lane. Homecoming, ain't no coming like a homecoming, 15th. Uh, that'll be Memphis here in town. I like that. The next week, UCF. That's the Boneyard game on the 22nd of October. And then a trip out to BYU. Is that a Friday game? It is, isn't it? Wow. I don't care Friday for that. Night, okay. Yeah, I don't like that. And then they play after an off week, no uh, Cincinnati on a Friday night. Uh, Houston, eight days later on the 19th for Senior Day. And then no Thanksgiving home day. No Thanksgiving weekend home get date. That's It'll be good. Temple. It'll be Temple on November 26th. No, that, that's yeah, – look, you're not going to have a bunch of fans up at Temple anyway, so it's not going to matter yeah. what, when you go up there. Might as well play that one into the year. Now, it'll be, it'll be boo cold. It'll be boo chilly. I'm kind of psyched about this schedule. I, I Look, <laughs> playing three out of your last four on the road and, and – Five of your last eight on the road is tough. It's challenging. Yeah. But I do think, you know, you do have a little – and I don't like the idea that you go that deep into the season before your open week, but yeah, that's okay. Well, I mean, I guess that's a decent time to have it just for this particular schedule because it sounds like you're getting a lot of tough games down the stretch at a, and they're oh, all yeah. going to be away. So I think that bye week might actually end up working – and uh, ECU's favor because they're going to desperately need it in that little stretch towards the end of the season. Well, and you get it, too, after you've gone to the West Coast and are coming back. Yeah. And that gives you a little time to get ready for Cincinnati. Yeah, it's a, yeah not bad. Not bad. So that's the football schedule. We got it up on the social medias. Check it out. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at 943thegame. Uh, Pirates tonight and U.S. F in Tampa. This game was originally supposed to be played on January 1st, but they have moved it to tonight. And uh, always anonymous text line. They're going to start the season 0 and 1. I think that's a you got a state fan, fan in your phone? I think that, uh, well, I got a lot of fans you in got my scum, phone. I, scum of the earth on whoa, your phone? Whoa, 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 whoa. Now look, this guy's not this guy's not that. Don't don't go there. Hey, I'm a part. Just saying. I get it. I get it. This guy might bop I mean, you on that, the nose. Is, I mean, this is our territory. <laughs> it was a little disrespectful <laughs> on his part. That is true. 
That is true. That's going to be a tough one, though. But you know, we Philip and I were looking for it through, uh, looking through it, beginning of the uh, before the show started. Easy for me to talk here in the ninety minute edition, right? And um, <laughs> um, so I was looking at this, and that's probably. I mean, I, I guess Arkansas and Cincinnati are playing that weekend. That oh, that week one. Yeah. I would say ECU State's probably the second best game that the that involves an American team that weekend. I can agree with that. And looking at like the early preseason polls, obviously those don't matter until football is played. But there's some polls I'm seeing by some credible outlets that have NC State possibly being fourth, fifth in the country, which nah. I think is kind of insane. Top fifteen, maybe. Yeah. Top. I top agree. ten, possibly top five. No way. No. But hey, we look, we thought that one you, guy was crazy for giving uh, NC State an ACC championship vote last year, and uh, he didn't look too crazy towards the end of the season. Well, settle down, Ben. I mean, it took a miracle I'm just, I'm to just beat saying anything, I'm just saying anything can happen when it comes uh, to it that took, team. Took a miracle to beat an average UNC team at home. They get a lot of breaks. Uh, historically, no, but that day they did. And look, I'll say this. I want the pack ranked in the top five. Buy the hype. Oh, I do too. Let's buy. Let's buy into that hype. Uh, Always anonymous text line had some uh, agrees. State is not that good. Top yeah. twenty, not top five. So there you go. There you go. There we go. I apologize, anonymous text line. Yeah, you sir. got a little salty there. Just, just chill. I heard state, yep. and I freaked out. I understand. Flipped I understand. out on him. All right, 90-minute edition today. We're going to 6.30, leading you into network coverage of ECU and South Florida, 7 o'clock tonight down in Tampa. Uh, the great Cy Seymour will talk uh, this game. We'll talk uh, some AAC, and we'll talk how many of the leagues should get in to the big dance. Silas. Straight ahead on the Patrick Johnson Show, the 90-minute edition. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. Start something new in 2022 by continuing your education with short-term training at Pitt Community College. PCC's continuing education programs are available for those interested in a new career path, preparing for the workforce, or updating their current skills. Continuing education classes are offered online, in hybrid format, and face-to-face, with many being offered free of charge. Visit pittcc.edu today and let us help you in 2022. 
Hey, I'm Gray Fussell, proud fourth-generation winemaker at Duplin Winery and proud new graduate of East Carolina. So many great things are happening right now at the winery. We're celebrating our 45th anniversary this year, and I'm officially Duplin's newest full-time employee. For four years now, I've been asking you to buy our delicious wines from your favorite store, and I hope you'll continue to do so. I think this makes me the official voice of Duplin Winery, so if you see my boss, who is also my dad, tell him I deserve a raise. Thank you for your support, and go Pirates. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. This is Matt Murchison from Greenville Nissan, and we have inventory. New and used options are here, and more arriving daily. Trucks, SUVs, sedans, maybe even that special sports car you've always wanted. Right now, get a new Nissan Rogue, Altima, or Sentra with 0% interest. Now is the time to get that all-new Nissan Frontier for only $99 a month. Can't get to our showroom? Shop and buy a vehicle with our Nissan Buy at Home link on our website. Check it out. It's seamless, transparent, and so easy. Visit us at Greenville Nissan and GreenvilleNissan.com, where we drive to serve pirates panthers the p-man oh my more of the patrick johnson show on 94.3 the game right now Coming up uh, tonight, 7 o'clock, you'll hear it right here on 94.3 The Game and 107.9 WNCT, the flagship stations of the ECU Pirates. It is uh, East Carolina and South Florida, a game that was originally supposed to be played on New Year's Day down in Tampa, but uh, because of COVID issues within the Pirate program, uh, moved to uh, tonight. In case you have been uh, under a rock, that game that uh, they also lost to COVID due to uh, that issue with Wichita State at home will not be made up. So there you go. Uh, let's uh, go now telephonically to uh, Newburn, the great Cy Seymour joining us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Coach. Patrick, good to talk to you, man. Uh, we hadn't seen each other lately. I'm glad to get back in touch with you and Talk basketball and the American. It's a February is a crazy time of year. It's just it's uh, it. You never know what's going to happen each night out, and and it's proving that way as you look last night and Pittsburgh goes into Chapel Hill and and really cleans them up. I mean that's how crazy it all is this time of year. All right, I want to ask you this because we we brought this up a minute ago, and you know you look at the different bracketology projections and all that, and 
Uh, right now, the most recent one from today is CB. No, it was USA Today. CBS just did an update of the top two seeds. Uh, Bracket Joey Brackets hasn't updated with ESPN, at least that I've seen since two days ago. And he had the Tar Heels in. This is my uh, look here at what USA Today has. Uh, last four in, they do have Memphis in. First four out, they have SMU one, and they have North Carolina uh, number two in that list of first four out. By the way, Oklahoma is on their list as one of the uh, first four out. So, so here's my question right now, because uh, and, and I'll enter SMU into this question. But we asked this, and, and Ben hedged on it. The ref and I seem pretty certain about this. Right now, Cy, if Memphis and North Carolina played on a neutral court, not in the FedEx Forum, not the Smith Center, but a neutral court, who you got right now? Memphis. Memphis. SMU, UNC play on a neutral court right now. Who you got? Ooh. Uh, that's, that's more of a toss-up to me. Uh, I'm not sure about okay. that one. That would be close. Okay. But uh, I, 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 that's where I am on that. See, I'm of the opinion the American is deep enough to get three in. And well, I, 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 think I think, unfortunately, I think unfortunately Sunday is an elimination game, possibly. Because if SMU yep. beats Memphis, probably Memphis would have to really, really make some noise in the tournament to get in. But... If you're looking at this USA Today projection, if SMU loses, they may be out and Memphis propels their way in. So that, that's the yeah, unfortunate gonna, thing. I mean, it's going to be yeah, a great game, but that's the unfortunate time. thing about Sunday. Yeah. Right. And and right now, <laughs> you know, I, I've been talking to the, a lot of the people at, at uh, Memphis lately. I've been in touch with them, and they think they're playing their best basketball. Uh, and, and they're not – the guys I'm talking to are saying – not anybody's fault, but just the the addition by subtraction, Bates not being in the lineup uh, has helped them because the rotation's easier and you've got veteran guards out there. Uh, and and now with Landers Nolly back and then Williams back and of course the other you know the great big man back. This is that's the team that beat Alabama by twenty points. They are now mm-hmm. healthy and they are scary and. That's where I'm coming from with this team. But having said that, they're down seven to uh, Houston at Houston. Under that, uh, inbounds underneath, Moore catches it for Houston for a layup to go up nine with not a lot of time left. He missed the layup. Houston, go, I mean, uh, Memphis goes down and scores, makes it a five-point game, and they get rejuvenated, rejuvenated and they beat uh, Houston at Houston. That's how crazy it all is uh, in this crazy game, and and so and this is a talented, talented team from Memphis. If they're on, they're very difficult. Houston, on the other hand, if, if anybody ever deserved to be coaching, he loses Sasser and Mark, his two starting guards at the beginning of the year. That's his two mm-hmm. guards. Now he lost the two from last year that went to the Final Four. So he comes in with these two kids, and they're playing lights out. He loses them both to energy and he, uh, to injuries, and he's still winning it. Hey, he just had a heck of a year. He, he's got a machine going over there, and give them credit. But it's going to be it's going to get down to it this year. I don't know if they can hold up. Uh, the great Cy Seymour is with us here. Let's talk uh, ECU and USF tonight, seven o'clock. Uh, we're leading into network coverage at six thirty on radio, uh, right here 
on 94.3 The Game, also on 107.9 WNCT. Let me ask you this, uh, Cy. Pirates uh, go into this tonight. Uh, for all intents and purposes, a pick em, You know, that that's kind right. of swung to a two-point uh, favor for the home team there, which is essentially a pick em. Uh Before we get into some of the uh, particulars, just up top, what does ECU have to do to be effective and, and possibly win on the road tonight? I think that I think Tremont Robinson has to have a good game. I think and Jackson. I think you have to have three scores. It has, to, especially on the road. It has, and usually speaking, in most terms, it's usually Tremont has a good game, Jackson has a good game, and Tristan has a good game. Those three guys, but they've got to get three scoring games out of somebody tonight. Uh, and those three kids can get it done. Suggs has got to be consistent. He's got to play well. He can be one of them. But they've got to get three really good games. When you look at the game, when they beat Tulsa on the road, uh, Tremont had 13 in the second half. And and that's the difference. And, of course, Vance Jackson had a big night with 22, and he had 13. Tristan did not have that big a night, but they won because – they got big numbers out of guys. And and I think that's the key to ECU, getting at least three double-digit scores, and one of them has to be pretty good. I mean, I mean above 15, maybe 20. So I think that's the key for ECU to win. So both have lost seven of eight coming in. Pirates uh, got beat pretty decisively by SMU, but I, I think SMU, even though they were down a key guy, played really, really well in that game on uh, Saturday. And then, uh, you know, quick turnaround for USF. They're coming off a loss against Tulane on Tuesday, who's been the, the real surprise. You know, Pirates got off to a nice 10-3 and three start. They've only won twice since uh, January 5th. That includes the upset of uh, Memphis. And uh, it's been a little bit of a struggle on the roll, road before they finally broke uh, through. W- what's interesting, if you look at the Ken Palm stuff side, you know, offensive efficiency, ECU is kind of in the top 50 percentile. But they have really struggled from a, from the standpoint of effective field goal percentage and, and two-point field goal percentage. They're among the worst in the nation. How, that, that's surprising to me. Yeah, it's, it's really tough when you, when you look at ECU. You know, in this league, uh, they're, you know, they're six and three-point percentage, which is pretty darn good. Uh, what kills you with ECU, too, is uh, their scoring defense, their field goal percentage defense, and their three-point percentage defense, 11th, 10th, and 10th in the league right now. And that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a tough, tough stance. But on the other side of it, and that's what you have tonight. You have two teams that are, are struggling. Uh, on the other side of it, when you look at South Florida, they are struggling the other way. On offense, they are 10th, 11th, and 10th in, in three of the top four states category that they, they can't score and ECU has trouble defending but can score so that's it, that's what makes it a, a game that's a pick them is, is ECU going to come through with their game plan the other part is have you can, can you have you been able to hold your ball club together it's a tough time of year and Gregory is a good coach and he's got a great staff over there is a good coach and a great staff can they hold them together ECU's always played well down at Tampa. ECU's done a good job down there uh, uh, in Tampa at the Sundome, man. They, they are Yungling Center. They, they play well, so I, who knows? I, but I think it is a pick'em. I think if ECU's hot, they can get a win. 
Uh, I don't think I don't think either team has given up. I don't see Joe Dooley's ball club doing that. So I think it's going to be a good basketball game. Pirates at USF tonight at seven o'clock. Uh, we're taking you to network coverage at six thirty tonight here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Got Cy Seymour on the line with us for South Florida. Caleb Murphy uh, leads him in scoring. Uh, pretty good assist guy uh, for them. Uh, probably his assist numbers would be better, and I and I think even his scoring numbers might be better if he had a little more help. But he's he's been the guy that's had to do a lot this year for them. Yeah, he he is their guy. I mean, he like you said, he's a good. He has a good field goal percentage. He's their go-to guy. He, he's like eighth in the league in scoring, and that's their best guy. They're not a scoring team. Um, Javon Green is pretty good on the defensive end, does a good job for this ball club. And, again, now, look, all these teams got crushed in the portal. I mean, I'm talking about uh, South Florida got crushed in the portal. They lost some really top-notch kids. I'm impressed with what, what uh, SMU's done because – they lost three or four of their top players, and uh, they've come through. So a lot of schools have been hit pretty hard uh, with the portal. Uh, and, of course, East Carolina lost uh, Jaden Garner. So these teams have got, gotten hit. But really, I, I think ECU's playing a pretty not, – not bad basketball. They've lost so many close ones that one guy makes a difference, and that could be Winston Tabs that you didn't have. I mean, Winston yeah. Tabs could have made a, step, a major difference in this year's team. Uh, Tristan struggled out in uh, Tulsa. I mean, you say that, and he winds up with uh, a handful of assists and nine points, but then he bounces back against SMU and gets 19 uh, to go along with uh, uh, rebounding-wise, a couple of boards, a couple of assists. Turnovers were the big issue again uh, for him, as they have been with six of them uh, in in that game, and that's uh, been his next to – uh, worst performance as far as turning the basketball over. He's done that a few times with six in, in a game here. So, uh, but he continues to to uh, you know get buckets for ECU, particularly when they need him. He hit a huge bucket though, even though he was only limited to nine uh, at Tulsa late in that game as the Pirates made a run late. But you know, with him, he's seen a lot of junk defenses. He's seen a lot of funky coverages, and I have to wonder too: is there a little bit of a fatigue factor setting in for him, possibly? Well, it could be. I, again, I mentioned this time of year, uh, you can really get tired. It is, and I think this extra day helps them that they've had not playing the Wednesday. I think it, it helps them. The other part too, uh, what what you like about Tristan is when the down the stretch, if there's a free throw, he's going to make it. It's very rare he misses free throws, and so he he's almost automatic from that. Uh, I think another factor too in this game. I think you have to get by committee, and what I mean by that is the inside games of uh, when you, when you look at Luigi's got to come through for that ball club. Yeah, Frank's yeah. got to come through, and also Johnson, uh, Brandon, Brandon Johnson. They have to get you in by committee. Uh, I would say fourteen to sixteen points in the center position. If those three guys, and they can, they can do that. Those three guys do that. That also is a big deal for this ball club. Uh, but overall, I like the young kids for East Carolina. I think they play mm-hmm. well. Uh, and when you're talking about how close these games are, it's been really frustrating. They couldn't pull off a couple of them. Let me, let me, I'm not going to ask you how many threes they have to hit tonight, but East Carolina has to be plus what on threes to win tonight. How many more yeah. threes do they have that's to make? A, that's Florida? great. You know, I, I think back about the game the other day, a minus 24 from three. You just, you, you can't 
you can't do that. That's what the SMU game was. You know, you just have can't do that. I'm thinking to win on the road, it has to be th- at least three or four threes above the other team. I think it's just I think it's that hard to do uh, when you're ECU at, at Tulsa. They hit they hit three more threes in Tulsa, and I think you know it's a nine point differential. And that's pretty darn good. So I think if it's me on the road, I think you need to hit three, possibly four threes more than the than the home team to to, to be in it to be in it. And uh, yeah. I think yeah. he should, listen, Ishii is capable of that. Jackson can go off and hit hit eight threes tonight. You know, uh, so is it is it there? Yes. And and listen, Tremont is a key. If Tremont's hitting and Jackson's hitting. What are you going to do? You can't guard them all, and that and and so and they can do it. So you got to hope that ECU can and knock down some threes. Now, I, and I think again, uh, having Suggs back, even though he didn't play great against SMU, having oh, yeah. Suggs back is is huge. That's just that's a big yeah, deal. I, listen, I, let me tell you something too, and I, and, I, and I said this at Tulsa. If he'd have hit the deck on about two or three plays, he drew charges. He just yeah. didn't get the call. Yeah. I mean, he's in the right place. He he is quick defensively. He can get in your way and and defend extremely well. His biggest problem, along with Tristan, is just carelessness with the basketball. Just just turnovers that are not forced, unforced turnover tur- turnovers. You look and say, where was he throwing that? You know, it, because he's too good for that. Uh, so he and he and Tristan have to uh, protect the ball a little bit better than they usually do it or have been doing. Hey, Cy, uh, thanks for the time here. I'm sure we'll be on our little text chain tonight uh, during the game, but uh, let's see what the Pirates can do to uh, to get a victory at uh, South Florida tonight. Yeah, let's pull them through, Patrick, and I'll look forward to talking to you during the game. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, there he goes, the great Cy Seymour. Uh, thanks to Cy for being with us uh, here again. Uh, Pirates, uh, as much as a two-point dog tonight on the road down at South Florida, but, uh, you know, they played some people tough. They've had some struggles. And uh, there you go. Thank you, Ben, for catching that. All right. Uh, (laughs) Hey, are you tired of working every weekend? Maybe you're fed up with working too many hours. Perhaps you're bored with your job. You want to make more money in your uh, in a new career, possibly. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and uh, he's in an industry where supply chain issues have really kind of grinded their business down to a halt. And he was saying, you know, I might need to look at a second job or something different. I don't know. You know, and this is happening today. Victra, one of the largest independent retailers for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, and their contact center is here in Greenville, and they're now hiring Victra open positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care and operations support. And the benefits, they're incredible. There's wonderful commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill access to wages prior to payday and 401k matching. You can earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Victor had a hiring event today. They wanted to hire 35 people this week. And if you couldn't make that hiring event, maybe you could still apply. In fact, I know you could still apply. But give you a website. It's Pitt is in Pitt County, pitt-jobs.com for more information about the hiring event, but also about Victra. You can apply, in fact, online. That's Victra, and it's pit-jobs.com. Here's Ben with the 94.3 The Game Sports Update. 
Thanks, Patrick, and a lot happening around Pirate Nation. EC basketball travels 7 and 15 South Florida. will lead you into pregame coverage at 6.30 right here on 94 through the game. The current odds for that game has the Bulls favored by one and a half with the over-under at 129. Meanwhile, Pirate football has had their full schedule officially released by the AAC. The Pirates will host non-conference opponents NC State to open the season, then host ODU the next the following week, and then Campbell the week after that, and then they will travel later on to BYU later in the season on October 28th to begin their home-and-home -home series with the Cougars. ECU will also host Memphis on October 15th, UCF on October 22nd, and Houston on November 19th. ECU travels to USF, Tulane, Cincinnati, and Temple in conference play. Pirate baseball closer C.J. Mayhew has been placed on the Stopper Watchlist Award. The award is awarded to the best relief pitcher in the country, and ECU softball has a big weekend in stores. They'll welcome Colgate, Wagner, and Rutgers to the 2022 Pirate Clash in Max Joyner Family Stadium. Let's take a look at the PGA Tour at the Genesis Invitational and with a quick look at what's happening with ECU alum Harold Vaughn of the third. Who's atop the leaderboards? We send to the ref, Philip Pilkington. Well, Ben, unfortunately, HB3 has been struggling a bit. He shot 77, six over in his first round today. The first round is wrapping up currently, and Scotty Scheffler and Jordan Spieth are both at five under. They have the lead. There's a whole group of players at second place at four under. That group includes Colin Morikawa and Justin Thompson. Back to you, Ben. Thanks, Philip. Looking at the Carolina Panthers, they signed linebacker Frankie Louvu to a two-year extension worth $9 million. And for Major League Baseball, former Angels Communications Director Eric Kay has been found guilty by a jury for distributing fentanyl and causing the death of former Angels pitcher Tyler Skaggs. He could be facing up to 20 years in prison. That's going to do it for your 94th through the game sports update. I'm in Barham. The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Get lasting joint pain relief without surgery, without drugs, without downtime. New options are now available here. Regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. This is Patrick Johnson talking about biologic therapies. It's the most exciting medical development in years. These remarkable regenerative treatments actually encourage your own body to help heal the damaged tissue in your joints. Professional athletes, they've done it for years. It's now available for folks like you and me. If you've been struggling with knee, back, shoulder, or hip pain, arthritis pain of any kind, you need to check out the exciting natural alternative with incredible patient satisfaction reports. Restorative biological therapies at QC Kinetics. Effective treatments for chronic joint pain with no drugs and no surgery. Call now for a free consultation. Learn about all the regenerative options available to help you get pain-free. Call the medical professionals right here in our own backyard at QC Kinetics. 252-756-PAIN. That's 252-756-7246. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now. Pirate fans, the 2022 football season is going to be one for the record books. East Carolina is coming off a seven-win bowl season, and 2022 is shaping up to be even better. The Pirates need you to pack Daddy Ficklin Stadium this fall with with a great home slate that includes in-state rival North Carolina State. The American Conference schedule features home games against UCF, Memphis, Houston, and Navy. Season tickets are on sale for as low as $125. Get your tickets today by visiting ecupirates.com. I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannon. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency. Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, 
commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout Eastern North Carolina. Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need. That's right, Hank. The Gavigan Agency is a fully independent insurance agency with access to some of the top insurance carriers in the region, and we offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate about taking care of my fellow pirates. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today at 252-756-1400 and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina Athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions. Greenville's top sports show is back. Well, isn't that special? The Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. Hey, anytime you miss an episode or you just want to relive the magic, 94.3thegame.com. And I'm told wherever you download your favorite podcast, I'm not sure about that one. But anyway, 943thegame.com. Go there and uh, pick up the pot of the show. It's an annual tradition unlike any other. And that is uh, our roving correspondent, a veteran of many, many races, many, many laps in Daytona, Florida, Daytona Beach, Florida. Uh, you know him in a variety of roles, appointable, not necessarily electable, but it is the one and only Scott Speedbump Shook uh, reporting live from Daytona, Florida after a day full of uh, excitement. And uh, Lord knows what else. Here? Yeah, I, you know, I lived uh, about an hour from there for a couple of years. So, yes, yeah. I am aware there's a beach down there. Yeah. Live over in uh, the suburbs of Sanford. America, I should say. <laughs> Deltona region. I was not in the Deltona region, no. I was I was more in Altamont Springs. It, c- compared to uh, Deltona, it's Tiffany. It was very Tiffany compared to, 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 to Deltona. Now, Daytona, I, I like the times we hung out in Daytona. I liked it there. I thought it was all right. Beaches were good. You could drive on the beaches. It was, it was good. Good time. That's the rumor. How you doing, Patrick Johnson? <laughs> I'm I'm great. This is a rousing start to this uh, to this here. Uh, look, I, I, a little. I, I'm told the Daytona 500 is Sunday. In fact, our guy, the ref Philip Pilkington, who uh, I got to get on the Pilkington pay plan. He's he's going skiing in Colorado. He's going to Daytona. He's going to uh, Panthers games. Where else? It was some other thing you you went to or something? The Masters or something? He's going everywhere. No, I've never been to the I've never been skiing in Colorado. I just go to Colorado a lot because I got family there. Oh. I've been to the PGA Championship. That's my uh, okay. that's my golf ring. Maybe. But you're going to Del. You're to going Colorado. to Daytona. Weed's legal. Right? Is that where the deal is, or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm going. I'm going down tomorrow. I'm gonna. 
I want to get up with Shook. He sounds like he's having a good time down there. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you Tony Cannon's number. How about that? Who uh, can we say who's with you on the trip, or are we going to incriminate people if we do? Well, Tony Cannon is here. Uh, okay. We got one of the great advertisers from uh, from Henry Hinton's land is here. Uh, Kenny Smith from Country Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great uh, guy. My dad's down here. Duck Harrell's down here. A few others. Founders and uh, uh, various scoundrels rolled in today, and there might be one or two more coming in tomorrow, from what I understand. Ah, okay. So, but I'm coming to you from the comfy confines at the back of my pick 'em up truck <laughs> in the parking space <laughs> in the uh, Quality Inn out across from the Daytona International Speedway. And there okay. are very few views as beautiful as the one I'm looking at now as the sun's setting down in the west. And, and for okay. the first time in a couple of years, we got to say, hey, we think the race, we know the race is going to be on Sunday because there's very little chance of rain. So, that has been yeah. in doubt the last couple times. And thank Dang God it, Shook, you year, just jinxed us. I have to worry about that. Uh, Kyle Larson winning the poll. Hendrick's, Hendrick Motorsports dominates qualifying again. Uh, so, uh, what do you think of that, Shook? Kyle Larson, who won, well, who was the a, points they champion. They stuck a up there, I think. Uh, Eric Amarola is coming <laughs> in. But you're right. right. It, it, you know, if, if everything is good, as long as the bush doesn't win, we'll be good. Okay. But, um, I think uh, Chevrolet is going to be fast, is, is what it appears. But, you know, this year they got a new car, and they have a lot of new equipment on that car. It's not just suspenders on the outside, new transmission, a whole lot of new steering, a whole lot of newness in this thing. And they're going to run 500 miles for the first time, and we'll see if it doesn't hold together. I, be, I bet there's going to be some attrition, and there's going to be some problems. People, this, this thing won't go smooth, and I, I just, there'll be some people that have problems that you normally wouldn't expect to have problems. That's just a guess of mine, but. A lot of new equipment down here, a lot of new starts, everything else. But the cars look cool, and, and uh, the weather's going to be great. So they're guaranteed to be one thing, which always is a lot of drama and a lot of intrigue around Daytona. Always something happens around the Daytona 500. There's so much at stake, so much money, so many teams. So There's always something that occurs every year uh, that's down here, and it's going to be fun to see. The great Scott, Sh- Scott Speedbump Shook. He is, uh, he's our roving Daytona 500 reporter it's an annual tradition and like any other we uh we like to play a game to uh to try to guess maybe how much tailgating shook has done when he joins us on the radio uh before the daytona 500 uh, we were so. uh i think we had a little meeting of our book club earlier today uh, <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure that was at hooters but yes but we did speak <laughs> about some things and it's been good good day hey let me ask you this what do you think of the bush race in uh, california a couple weeks ago you mean the uh, the Bush Clash? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it was it was it's neat to see NASCAR go out and do that. I think they wanted to go somewhere and give the new car a tryout on a smaller track and on a smaller venue, plus get somewhere. But I think it's kind of bold to go to the Coliseum and 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 put down some pavement and do it. I think it was a it was a neat race. I don't, you know, it might have been better if they raced, you know, five hundred laps or something, but. Um, you know, it was a it was a neat exhibition and all that, but uh, I applaud NASCAR for doing that. And I think they wanted to take a look, see what was going to happen with the new car and everything else, and put it in a new light. And um, that, I don't, I don't mind them doing it. Uh, the Bush Class, you know, over the years, it was it used to be on Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon down here, and there would be the only people that raced in it were people who had a pole from the year before, and sometimes it's like fifteen cars or something. So you know that event. You know, it's an exhibition race, so it is what it is, right? But um, it changed up 
everything with their tradition. They used to come down on Saturday and, and run that and qualifying, but you know, they did qualifying last night and then obviously uh, uh, the other major, the rest of the qualifying tonight with the dual races and then you know, some, some else. So um, yeah, it's nice to see them mix it up a little bit, I think. All right. The great Scott speed bump shook. You didn't is sound with like us. you were a fan of it at the time, I don't think. Um, no, I did. I actually didn't mind it. I, I didn't mind it. Um, I mean, it wasn't the most exhilarating racing I've ever seen, but I mean, it was, I, I thought it was, I like the idea of taking that show on the road and taking that. And I, and I think exactly what you said, by the way, did somebody spill a drink? It sounded like ice fell out there. Did someone spill a drink? Technically that was ice going in the cooler, but I, oh, you know, oh, ice going in the cooler. Okay. It, it my was, bad. It was my covering bad. up the water. I, I swear ah. it was covering up water. Ah, uh, sure, there you alcohol go. In it, the beer can. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Hey, but the no, race I, I, starts at seven. We got to go. I got to get back. No, I know. I know. This is in the next hour. I've yeah, talked about a lot. You know. Yeah, but. you have, and you're and you're on the phone with us here, so I appreciate that. Here, let me ask you something. No, or let me just say this. <laughs> I think I think to go out and do things like that is smart for the sport because the sport has a real national problem right now, and I know they're trying to, but I mean, like. When they did the dirt race out in Tennessee last year, that was that was just a hideous failure in my mind. Uh, the the sport has done some things that I think it's just a big turnoff to people. It's like every time I get ramped up and say, you know, I really like it. I'm excited about it again. The finish of these things is fantastic. Something happens. I mean, like last year in this event, yeah. it, the pregame took for forever, forever. And I mean, it's just like, let's go, guys. Let's get it on. Let's get the show on the road. So we miss the rain and all. It just, there's always something that they're, they're, they get in their own way. And it, just, it yeah. just frustrates me. And it's hard for me to stay with it because I see all their missteps. All right, let me ask you this. If I had to pick somebody right now who I think uh, maybe two or three, four guys who I think will have a big season. Uh, unfortunately, I think Kyle Bush is, prone for, is, is, is sitting for a big season. Uh, I think Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex, big season possibly. Chase Elliott. Uh, I like Ky- I like uh, Kyle Larson as well. Big season. Is there anybody that I've not named or anybody that you think is poised for a big season this year? Uh, I, it's, I don't I don't know so much about Kyle Busch. I keep an eye on it. You know, some of those guys like that get a little long in the tooth, and they they seem to lose that muster of winning all the time, and it's really hard to get back. Uh, we've got a lot of young talent. Uh, in the in in the area this year, and I, William Byron, I think, is somebody over at mm. uh, Hendrick. You know that that is probably poised to do to do good things. Won a lot of races last year, did well, and and I think Chase Elliott's hard to knock out. He's good on road courses. They've added a lot of that over the time, but uh, it's you know whoever adapt, whatever team is able to adapt in this new car this quick, and I you know, but I, I, Kyle Larson is just hard to hard to lock out anything you can put that rascal in anything he can drive it you know yeah. it's a sprint car whatever he, he can he just flat out wheel a car so you know he he's going to be tough but i it's it, you know can somebody from toyota step up or can one of the four teams step up but i think hendrick probably has the upper hand but we'll see oh uh, we're going to 6 30 today not with shook but we're going to 6 30 today on the show yeah, leading in the ecu basketball tonight. yeah all right hey Give me your pick to click. Who wins the race? Who wins the Daytona 500? Sellout crowd. Over 100,000 there on Sunday. Who wins? Sellout crowd. It's going to be, um, it's going to be Chase Elliott this year. Last year, I picked uh, Austin Dillon. He finished third because there was a lot of stuff around the, 
you know, that when passing Dale Earnhardt and everything else, he said, I almost got that, but who saw Michael McDowell coming? Uh, but I'll tell you, whoever whoever's probably leading off turn four to last laps probably got a good shot at it. But okay. it, well. it's all about getting there to the last five or ten <laughs> laps of the race. So much going to happen. But Chase Elliott's my pick this year. Okay. Shook's pick, uh, click to pick. Ref, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm about to have to Give me your over. pick. Your pick. Give me your pick. Quick, quick. Um, I have a bad feeling Kyle Busch is finally going to get him get him that crown jewel win. But uh, my okay. dark horse pick is Justin Haley, though. He's got five career wins all on super speedways. His one cup win is at Daytona. I think Justin Haley's a good dark horse pick. Do you like that, Shook? Do you like his dark horse? Okay. Yeah, Does Ben have a pick? That's, ben, look, who's your pick? I, here's the deal. You, you'll have somebody that you don't know in the last five or six laps is up there in the lead battling it out. There's always somebody in that lead pack. and You know, there's somebody that, that's going to be a favorite that's going to have some problems on Sunday early, some attrition problems. I just feel something. There's going to be some drama around it, but yeah, I don't mind that at all. Something something like that would be good. And, and actually, you know, Bush would be a popular win among you know, maybe one or two people. But other than that, <laughs> nobody really would care. All right, Ben, do you have a pick really quick? Go on the record, Ben. Who you got? Keselowski, he's always a solid pick. He seems to be up okay. in the in the front in any race. So. All right, one time friend of the show, Brad Keselowski. All right, uh, Shook, uh, how many Shookweisers tonight? Who's, Who's my pick? pick? Uh, I'll reveal it on the show tomorrow, but we don't have a show tomorrow. Um, you know what? I like Austin you Dillon got for some already. Reason. There you go. Yeah, I have. I, after this appearance, maybe. Um, I, <laughs> Austin Dillon. I like Austin Dillon. I'm going Austin yeah. Dillon. Yeah. I don't know why I'm just going yeah. Austin. That's my that's my gut. That's what my gut tells me. Um, hey, they, Shook, they how many Shookweisers? How many Shookweisers tonight? What's going? It's a long weekend. You know? Uh, it's you know you got you got you got a pace. You know it's, it's uh, <laughs> I tell you this. Tony Cannon. Tony Cannon flew Uh-oh. in from California. Had his uh, some toe and toe cheese in the Pacific Ocean uh, yesterday, and then flew all the way. We had to take him out to the water and. Put him in the Atlantic Ocean. So he touched both oceans yesterday, and people were yelling, push him in, push out. So he's not beaching himself. He's my uh-huh. buddy. You know, so let's not well, get carried now, away too much. But uh, so we, we had a good time. But, yeah, I, I, yeah. It, you know, it picks up. Look, it's beautiful weather. It's going to be a sellout this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, the rest I'll have to just tell you and me when we get back. So, no, that's fine. It, look, Cannon hey, strikes me as a win basketball. When, when here. I wish I could go, but I can't. But what do you, what's your yeah. feeling? I think we got a good shot. I got to make some shots. But I look, South Florida's—they're not a great offensive team, but they'll—they'll they'll be scrappy at home tonight defensively. And look, you—we're going to talk about it next half hour. But UCF's at Houston tonight, so that's a quick turnaround for them. Although that game's Sunday. Uh, if the yeah. if the race were rained out, you could have gone over it. But like you said, it's going to be beautiful weather this weekend. By the way, Cannon does strike me as a bi-coastal guy, by the way. He seems very yeah, West very Coast, East Coast. You know? Yeah, very uh, bi-coastal. You mean uh, Lake Murray and and Santee Cooper, right, from, uh, <laughs> from South Carolina. Is that what you mean? Yeah. So. Yes, that's what I mean. Yes. All right. Uh, the great Scott Shook, uh, who uh, another Sterling – Daytona 500 uh, performance uh, here with uh, with the race preview. Thank you, Shooky. Hey, hey, Patrick, I mean this. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm sure you do. All right. Uh, a right. full half hour still to come of this excitement. So stay with us. We're taking you to pregame coverage of ECU and USF. We're going to have our pirate report. We're going to look at all the other college basketball action tonight. So don't you dare go anywhere. 
time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Kerala down to Wilmington, to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulp of Mexico, a huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-price pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half-gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Turn your car into cash with an instant Kelly Blue Book offer from Barber Hendrick Honda in Greenville. Go online to barberhendrickhonda.com and experience the Hendrick Fast Pass, where you can buy your next car from the comfort of home. At Barber Hendrick Honda, there will be no payment for 90 days when you finance through Ally. And you may qualify for 0.9% financing on selected models. Barber Hendrick Honda, a proud member of the Eastern North Carolina community at the point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. WRHD HD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Greenville's home for sports 24 7. 947. 943 The Game and 943 The Game.com. Oh, that's right. Another half hour of the fun and frivolity. What was that, Ben? What was that? Uh, Another half hour. Another half hour of fun and frivolity. We're still on, aren't we? Right? We're still we're still operational, right? We're still live. Okay. Another half hour of fun and frivolity. Huh. And by golly, I'm looking forward to it. We're leading you to the bottom of the hour. Sounds like it. Coverage on the network tonight, 94.3 The Game and 107.9 WNCT. We're taking you to uh, pirate basketball coverage. I think uh, our penultimate 
90-minute edition of the uh, basketball season. There'll be one next week when the Pirates are at home, but this is the, uh, this is the next to last one of the uh, season. That we know, I mean, you know, I don't know what happens at the tournament, but yeah. We're wanding down here. We are. It's the transitional season. I'm going to miss it. Uh, no, the 90-minute shows are fun. They're always fun. All right. Uh, are we ready for a pirate report? Let's do that. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. ECU basketball tonight at South Florida. A couple of teams that have both dropped eight of their last nine. Pirates lost at home Saturday to SMU. And Tulane knocked off USF on Tuesday. So a little bit of a quick turnaround for the Bulls at home. But they will be a tough team in their building, the Yingling Center there, uh, once upon a time, called the uh, Sundome. It's hosted a lot of great concerts over the years. Sundome sounds way cooler than what they call it now. What the heck? Well, people like the Yingling beer, and they like that Yingling money. So I, you, I, I would just, I would have said the Yingling Sundome is what I would have said. I wouldn't have called it Yingling Arena, but but who am I? Well, I mean, I um, thought Florida didn't care about sponsors. You know, you got the Bounce House down there, just straight up the Bounce House, and no yeah, sponsor. Why don't they just do yeah. that for the, the arena? Well, it's two different schools there. It's well, one's got a little, yeah, four. one's a little bit more well off than the other. I don't know. Maybe look, I, somebody's going to pay. Somebody's going to stroke you a check to name something. You name it. Um, it's Joe Dooley talking about uh, the top scorer and assist man for South Florida, the guard Caleb Murphy. Oh, he is a great mid-range pull-up. I mean, he starts dancing with the ball. He's very clean with his handle, can get to a spot and elevate. Once he elevates, it's a problem. I mean, he, he's looking down at the rim, got a real nice stroke. Uh, his mid-range game, like I said, is really good, good in transition. Uh, so the, he's a guy that we're definitely have to have you know, our eyes on and make sure we got a body on him at all times. And then uh, Coach Dooley talking about the USF roster turnover. I said this to you previously. When you start saying we're we're you know the blue blood programs, the Dukes, the Carolinas, the you know the the Kentuckys and the Kansas have six guys in the portal. You know the world's gone upside down, and you're going to see it. And it's you know an opportunity to play right away, or play you know it's a, a new a new venue or a new vision, and uh, you're going to see it. Brian has had a lot of turnover, you know, but they did get Murphy back, who's a really good player. Uh, you know, he, he can he can score. He's bouncy, really good athlete. Chua is better. I mean, as you watch him, you can see how much more uh, fluid he's become. Chaplin went from averaging one point a game to about six a game, and now it's just under double figures and has gotten a lot better. Uh, the kid, the green kid, had, had unbelievable stats at George Mason. When you look at his numbers, uh, and the Walker kid, uh, the transfer from from Tennessee, was a top seventy player out of high school. He went to Tennessee, had some uh, had some health problems, had a little bit of COVID, had a I think a bone in his foot was broken, uh, but he was a guy that was very, very heavily recruited. Uh, you know, was a top seventy, top eighty player, and you know they're starting to introduce him into the lineup. And uh, of course, we have pirate. Well, we'll have the basketball game for you tonight. ECU and USF, seven o'clock, uh, six thirty, the airtime for the network right here on ninety four three, the game and one hundred seven point nine WNCT. We're taking you to the bottom of the hour. Pirate baseball tomorrow at four o'clock. No PJ show. Airtime at three forty five for the pregame. Uh, Scooter Rogers and Coach Gary Overton will have the call. Ben Byron will be in the studio watching scores for you uh, on uh, the flagship of Pirate Baseball 94-3, the game. Cliff Godwin on who will play this weekend. 
after Sunday scrimmages, you know, Cooch and all the pitchers were out there and we talked about the starting rotation and I asked Cooch, I said, in your five years here, the guys that started on opening weekend in the position they did, did that end up being that way at the end of the season? And even in COVID it didn't. So normally it maneuvers around. I mean, last year, uh, Gavin was of course hurt to start with and was coming back, but Tyler Smith started on Friday and all that stuff was jumbled up at the end of the season because, you know, guys pitch well, pitch in different roles and you figure it out uh, on the fly a little bit. This is Coach Godwin talking about this is a hard week to scout. It is, it is, and, and there's video on stuff. If you're facing a guy that pitched a lot last year, there's a lot of video out there, but uh, there'll be some on these guys, but probably not a ton. You know, I go back to when we played Quinnipiac in uh, the 19 regional. That was as uh, naked as I've ever felt as a coach going into a postseason because it just wasn't a lot of information out there on those guys. Cliff talked about this a little bit ago, uh, and it holds as well. Uh, overall, but you're going to have uh, different guys starting, uh, especially early on, week to week. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, well, all right, can we go back to seven then? Who will play this weekend? All right, let's do that. Who will play this weekend? We're going to do everything we can to win the game. So if, if we put nine out there and it's the only nine, then no offense, this isn't a little league where you got to play two innings. So uh, I do foresee a lot of guys being able to come off the bench, though, because we are deep. All right, this is uh, Cliff Godwin on the leadoff spot for his lineup, number 11. I got an idea about it, but I'm not real set. You know, I felt pretty confident in it last year and when Bryant Packard was, but I think it'll probably be a, di a couple different guys early in the season to see what the best fit is for our offense. Jumping around here, but uh, this is uh, Cup 13, and uh, Godwin, uh, Coach Godwin mentioned it, Coach G, uh, talking about this is the deep, deepest pitching staff that they've ever had. This is no disrespect to Carson Wisenhunt, but it's the deepest pitching staff that we've ever had here. And I told him if they were scared to play because he wasn't pitching, then turn in their uniform. Oh, well, okay, all right. And uh, this is, uh, with Wisenhunt out, Jake Hunter will get the start on Sunday. Uh, and uh, Garrett Saylor, of course, tomorrow. Jake Kuchmaner Saturday. But uh, the freshman who's got some good stuff, Jake Hunter, going to tow the rubber on Sunday. Uh, Cliff Godwin on him. This past weekend, he he stuffed it against uh, you know what is some of our better hitters. So uh, I was actually pretty frustrated with our offense, but he did a really good job. He's pounded the strike zone, um, and just a very competitive freshman. A lot of times, sometimes I can get a little nervous out there. He has not seemed to get nervous or anything phase him so far. All right, that's today's pirate report. Um, ben, let's break here because I, I I need to set up the rest of the show with you. I should have done this, but Shook was just I, I had to monitor every word Shook was saying. Our you never know the what's dumb button there. I thought oh. at one point he was taking a potty break during the whoa during the uh, phone call there. That was ice, 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 baby. Yeah. So that was what that was. Um, I was a little nervous for a second. It was a little nerve wracking. I'm not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. Again, pirate baseball tomorrow at uh, four o'clock. Opening uh, season opener, I should say, for uh, ECU. Looking forward to the year. Looking forward to hearing Scooter. Coach O. Should be fun. Let's uh, hit the break. We'll come back, and Ben, we will um, run through the college basketball slate tonight. That's always what we like to do here on the 90-minute editions. Kind of a lead-in to the network for basketball. 
And uh, we'll run around the AAC and uh, look at the rest of the uh, action going on around the Fruited Plain. On the other side, this is the Patrick Johnson Show. The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats. Towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating, or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27-foot models will be great additions to the Pair Customs lineup. Call today 252-717-7009. Visit the website at pairmarine.com or come see us in Little Washington, North Carolina. That's 252-717-7009 for Pair Custom Boats. Or visit the website and check out all the models at pairmarine.com. You can sit down and build your own custom built center console with Pair Custom Boats. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. WorldCat, the world's largest powered catamaran boat builder, is hiring at their Tarboro and Greenville locations. If you enjoy a challenging career opportunity, producing a top quality product, then a career with WorldCat may be for you. Experienced craftsmen and anyone that enjoys hands-on projects and those with carpentry skills or auto body detailing skills are highly encouraged to apply. Send your resume to careers at worldcat.com. That's careers at worldcat.com or go to worldcat.com forward slash careers. In studio with Jeff Stein from Brown and Wood. What's new, Jeff? You know, everybody's thinking we're having some inventory issues in the car business, which some of it's true. For used vehicles, Brown and Wood has a lifetime powertrain on every vehicle you buy from us, new or used. So even when you buy a used vehicle from Brown and Wood, you have lifetime powertrain. We cover the engine, transmission for as long as you own the car. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville and the home of the lifetime powertrain warranty. Are you tired of working every weekend? Are you fed up with working too many hours? Are you bored with your job? Want to make more money in a new career? Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville Contact Center is now hiring. Victra has open positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Victra is holding a hiring event on Thursday, February 17th in Greenville. Victra is hiring 35 people this week, and they want you to apply. Visit pit-jobs.com for info about the hiring event on February 17th and to apply now. That's pit-jobs.com. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. 
It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Hey, uh, quick shout out. Uh, game's underway already, but my uh, my dad, the coach, they're in the state playoffs for independent school girls hoops. Parrot playing Cape Fear tonight down in Kinston. So, shout out to the coach. Legend went to the went to the semifinals last year. He uh, he and my sister have a big deal coming up in uh, April. I, I don't think it's been made public yet. Oh, they're both uh, they're both going to be honored. The Johnson family dynasty there, family sports dynasty. Yeah, my sister called me earlier. She's now gotten out of coaching totally. Is in uh, has become uh, academia collegiately. He's a professor. Ooh. And what she has a sports like management class or something. She wants me to speak to him. So oh, you you're the big the, guest. Have you gotten to that point in the semester where you you're just it's like wheeling in the wheeling in the TV and showing a movie. They're gonna have drums set up for a drum roll in the in the oh, uh, please. classroom. Please. They're gonna have confetti. You're gonna have a big entrance like Goldberg coming in. <laughs> Sparklers throwing punches. You're gonna blow smoke out of your nose. I will not ram my head into the wall like he does. So. Yeah, he's a little bit of a meathead, but. Let's uh, run through uh, the uh, college basketball slate tonight, shall we? All right, we've got, uh, of course, ECU South Florida, 7 o'clock tonight, 6.30 the airtime on the network. This ticket resale can't be right. I wonder where they get these numbers. Um, Point and a half dog tonight is ECU on the road. I take the Pirates in this, you know, entertainment purposes only and all. I was. I meant to say earlier. It looks like that the sports gaming bill, the sports gambling bill, has gotten new life pumped into it. I love it. No, I do too. That. Let's get with it, Raleigh. Let's get with it, lawmakers. Uh, elsewhere around the American tonight, also at seven, it's Wichita State at Cincinnati. That's on the deuce. Uh, and then UCF at number fourteen, Houston, nine o'clock, also on the deuce. Uh, let me see if I can get a line on that. Wichita, yeah, Cincinnati, two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. And uh, let's see here. Uh, Houston, 14-point favorite over Central Florida at home. Two-touchdown favorite. I don't hate it. Uh, Elsewhere around, yeah, that's very fair. Uh, Elsewhere around college basketball tonight, a game that's already underway in Wilmy World on CBS Sports Network. 9-9 between the Towson Tigers and UNCW Seahawks, who are 18-7. and Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I've who seen knew? a few brackets where they're in there throwing in the yeah. uh, tournament. As an AQ, yeah, when they got them winning the whole thing. Uh, Seahawks, four-and-a-half-point favorite coming in tonight. Uh, 6.30, coming up bottom of the hour, it's Troy at Appalachian State. Throw out them records. Uh, Troy's the four-point favorite on the road, though. I'll take their word for it. <laughs> hey, you know, Murray State's in the top 25. Do you know that? I I, I found that out last week when yeah. I was looking at the bottom line and saw they were like 20, 25th, I believe, or 22nd. I'm just like, I, they, I would have never known or never thought. They're up to 21 right now. Undefeated in conference play. They are. Uh, and so tonight at 7, they'll be hosting Austin P. You know what they say at the Austin P games, don't you, Ben? Hello, Governor. That no, let's go P. That was my British accent. I know. Let's go P. That's what they say. Let's go P. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we have uh, Middle Tennessee at Florida International at 7 tonight. Old Dominion at Marshall. How about that mess with the... Uh, the, the what is it? The Sun Belt and Conference USA. They've got all the. They got both teams on their football schedules. Yeah, that, that are leaving. I mean, our team's going to possibly be. Is there a chance where a team can win both conference titles? How I'd like to see work? it. I'd like to see it. I like it. North North Texas at Florida Atlantic also at seven tonight. Uh, let's see here. What else do we have that is of a, is of some interest? Ooey Pooey. Did you see where they're holding open tryouts with IUPUI? They're so bad. No, I did not. Do I need to yeah, try they're like, out, show them some yeah, leadership, if, score if, on them? If, you, if you're a college kid, then if you were enrolled there, you could go try out. Uh, they're at Bobby Moe tonight. Robert Morris at 7. I need to look and into so, transferring, be a college might. basketball star at, what is it, IOP? IUPUI. IUPUI. Ooey Pooey. Ooey Pooey. Ooey Pooey. I can see myself being an Ooey Pooey. I could see it as well. I can see it as well. Let me see if I can get us a line on uh, Ooey Pooey tonight. I'm an ooey pooey type of athlete, caliber athlete. I think. Look, uh, they're so bad, you'd be a superstar, undoubtedly. I, think I don't I have the line. On. <laughs> maybe negative and, two. Yeah, on your own team, maybe. Um, let's see here. Battle of uh, Battle of Georgia tonight is Georgia Southern travels to Atlanta to take on Georgia State at seven. We've got South Alabama, USA at Coastal Carolina at seven. UNCG at Chattanooga at seven tonight. Drexel and Bill and Mary, Delaware at Elon, JMU at Charleston, Big Ten matchup, Michigan at Iowa. Michigan got a lot of work to do if they're going to try to get into the uh, tournament. Number three, Arizona on uh, their home floor tonight, taking on Oregon State at 7.30 Eastern. What time is that out there, like 5.30? Uh, you say 7.30? Louis- yeah. That's, seven, like, that's, that's, that's 4.30, I believe. I think it's 5.30, actually, in Arizona. But still, point is, that's that's an odd time to have a game. Yeah. Uh, UTEP at Louisiana Tech, also at 7.30. Uh, future member of the American, the University of Texas, San Antonio. Is that Southern Miss tonight at 8? The Road Rice Runners. At, yeah. This, w- this game will be a game that will be played in the American in a, few, in a year or two. Rice at UAB at 8. Hey, Charlotte I'll- at Western Kentucky at 8. Yes, Ben? All I'm saying is I like our chances in this new American when it comes to basketball. Be easy, buddy. Be easy. <laughs> uh, VMI at Samford, also at 8. Uh, what else do we have? Ooh, Northwestern State at Incarnate Word, 8.30. No TV listing for that. I find that hard to believe. Oh, I man, find I that really quite frankly to that hard one. to believe. Uh, 9 o'clock tonight, Colorado State at New Mexico on FS1. Oregon at Arizona State. On ESPN at nine. Wait, is it is it actually pronounced Colorado? Some people from out there call it Colorado. Like tomato, yeah. tomato. Is uh, the ref around still, or is he? No, he's out of here. Else? He would know. Okay, because he, he's got relatives out there. Well, he's got a little Midwesterner in him, so I don't take anything he says when it comes well, to pronouncing true. things. For, By the for, way, if he's, heart. if he's if he's Midwestern, I'm left coast. Uh, Longwood <laughs> at High Point tonight. That game is on ESPNU. Tubby Smith. Longwood's got this great coach. Well, Tubby Smith there. ain't there anymore. He stepped down. His, his son. Did G- he? Yeah, Gigi is, uh, is the coach When did now. he step down? That was yesterday. That was in the update. Oh. I'm not sportsing hard enough. It might have been you know, Monday. We, 
I had Coach O and John Gilbert on those two days, and so I was talking to both those guys. You know, it was in the news of the day. Let's just put it that way. It was a minor um, tidbit that most people probably ignore. Well, I hope Tub- I hope Tubby's okay. I hope Tubby's okay. Let his son take the reins. I think he's 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 quite proud. Mm. Uh, Colorado at Cal nine thirty. San Francisco, who is actually uh, West Coast Conference and is in uh, as an at-large in a lot of projections at St. Mary's tonight at 10. They're the Dons, aren't they? Or some weird they are, mascot. Yeah. San yeah. Francisco Dons, sure are. Creighton at DePaul at 10 o'clock. That, Hawaii that might be at, a good game, maybe. No, it could be, yeah. Uh, let's see, Hawaii at UC San Diego at 10. That's on the plus. Uh, anything else? Okay, That's, right. uh, Washington State at UCLA on FS1 at 11. Cy will be up watching that, or he'll be watching Utah at Stanford. We at know 11. Bill Walton's probably going to be on the call on that one. Pac-12 Network tonight. Washington, as my grandma says, Washington. Washer uh, machine. Yeah, at number 17, Southern Cal. And uh, right before midnight on CBS Sports Network. They've got quite a lineup tonight. They're airing that uh, UNCW Towson game now. Nevada and San Jose State. Big lineup there. By the way, uh, Minnesota has already beat Penn State today. 67 46. Penn State actually over Minnesota. I stand corrected. <laughs> that is your uh, run through the college hoops slate tonight. You know, uh, got to go out to. Houston, if you're UCF, let's hope that they beat them like a drum. And then, you know, come back, couple-day turnaround, got to fly back and all that. Yeah. Pirates, uh, oh, oh, them one. All right, uh, that's the college basketball slate. News of the day, of course. Pirate football schedule has been released. ECU will start the first four games of the season at home. And uh, East Carolina, of course, will open with uh, NC State, top 20 team, more than likely, uh, coming up. How do you like ECU's chances in that game? I'm feeling kind of confident in a, in a weird way. You know, I, I got a lot of time to talk about that. State's got a lot back, and I just I think the concern right now for ECU is you're without, right now, your top three receivers from last year. Yeah, I mean, that, that is big. Um, now, you could have C.J. Johnson back. But right now, he's not on the active roster. I still think there are some questions on the offensive line for the Pirates. I think the defense will be solid to good. And, and look, it, that early in the year, ECU is going to certainly at home want to run the football. There'll be a lot of emotion in the in the uh, stadium that day, undoubtedly. Uh, but... Uh, the first conference game will be week four on the 24th of September with Navy coming to town. So four in a row to open the year for ECU at home. I mean, maybe not the most ideal thing, but um, maybe a chance to get off to a good start. State, ODU, Campbell, Navy. A couple of road games, week five at USF, week six at Tulane, and then Memphis and UCF back-to-back before the week nine trip on a Friday out to BYU. Hey, thanks to Cy Seymour for being on with us today. Also, Scott Shook. Thanks to Philip the Ref Pilkington and Ben Byram for producing. No show tomorrow. We'll be back Monday. Pirate baseball tomorrow at 4. Pirate basketball coming up at the top of the hour in the pregame. Just minutes away. Have a great long weekend, everybody.
E85 ethanol in my flex fuel vehicle. It helps the environment and American farmers. I drive a fuel-efficient vehicle and use an E15 ethanol blend. You can too if you drive a 2001 or newer. I drive an electric vehicle to save on fuel costs and it helps keep the air clean. We all choose how to get around and your choice of travel can help the environment and the American economy. Sponsored by the NC Clean Energy Technology Center and the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters in cooperation with this station. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulp of Mexico, a huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-priced pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard, aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Learning your child has cancer causes an emotional and financial crisis. Often, the best place for treatment is far from home. But with the help of the National Children's Cancer Society, children battling cancer can get to life-saving treatment, whether it's across town or across the country. To learn how we give families hope and give their children the best shot at survival, visit thenccs.org. That's T-H-E-N-C-C-S dot org. Because no family should go through childhood cancer alone. Before I was adopted, I felt like nobody wanted me. I felt like my life was already over. At a certain age, they don't want you. You're troubled and stuff. Even if I wanted to be adopted, who would adopt a 17-year-old? Inside, I knew, like, I'm not a troubled kid. I know what I'm in for, why I'm here. My biggest fear was that I would age out and not know how to be sufficient on my own. I had nightmares every single day at my birth mom's house. It was just really scary for me living there. I was scared, I was lost, and I felt hopeless. I felt like, don't I deserve to feel happy and loved? I just wish I'd gotten adopted sooner. Unfortunately, the number of children waiting to be adopted from foster care is on the rise. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is the only public nonprofit charity in the U.S focused exclusively on foster care adoption. You can help. Go to DaveThomasFoundation.org to learn more. 